News Talk ZB, summer breakfast through nine o'clock. It's just gone a quarter to seven. Let's get to Sydney and Murray Olds. Uh, correspondent there. Happy New Year, uh, Murray. It's got to be better than uh, the year just gone. Latest on COVID in Sydney? Yeah, well, we've got uh, a number of different elements, really. Uh, we've got three cases in the northern beaches, which, as we know, is locked down, which they're saying is fantastic. On the other hand, we've got three that are randoms, mysteries. They don't know where they've come from. One has popped up in the last 24 hours in the inner west of Sydney, uh, think Parramatta Road for those who know the city. Uh, another case has popped up in the northern suburbs, not the northern beaches, but more across that northern suburban part. And another case, the third case, Tim's been found down in Wollongong. And these are the ones that are very concerning for... Uh, health authorities, how do they pop up there? And what they're trying to do is that genomic sequencing we've heard so much about. They're doing contact tracing. They're also concerned because only 16,000 people came forward um, yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday, I'm sorry, to be tested. They want that number to be double that, to be sure that they're still going to be able to trace and get on top of any little outbreaks. A couple of other things. You've got... Um, up in Brisbane, a traveller who's come back in to Australia and who's now in quarantine, uh, that woman is uh, positive with the South African variant. That's the one that's highly, highly contagious, perhaps worse, they think, than the one that popped up in southeast England. It's the first case in Australia that we've seen of this one, and that woman now has been taken to hospital. And the other uh, COVID-related story, uh, the third cricket test between Australia and India, uh, traditionally, of course, the Boxing Day test is held at the MCG in Melbourne. The New Year's test is at the SCG. And at this point, notwithstanding all the COVID uh, cluster here in Sydney, India and Australia will face off uh, on the 7th of January at the SCG. That's providing the weather allows it. Yeah, I see your immigration minister is also doing his nut about some backpackers. Oh, um, for sure. On the beach, on Bronte Beach, having a party. Oh, really? And, and there were hundreds of them, and they were yeah. just being complete idiots. And uh, basically the message to these backpackers, that's fine, you come here and have a party, but I tell you what, if we catch you breaching public health orders, here's the tip. Your visa's going to be cancelled, and you'll be on the first bloody British Airways plane straight back up to Blighty, if that's the way you want to carry on. Oh, first the wine, then uh, the logs, and now the wheat. Oh, it's, yeah, and this is a, you know, it's, it's a story that's been developing right throughout the year. Now, Australia takes 10% of Australia's wheat, uh, worth about $4.5 billion to Australia every year. Uh, and it's the latest target from Beijing, as you say, uh, all these other commodities, uh, all these other sectors. Australia's got a bumper season this year, uh, 31 million tonnes, they think, more than double what the authorities were forecasting and the world price for wheat is going to rise more than 11 percent this financial year on average up around the 250 us dollars a ton so all of a sudden australian farmers have been battling away it's bloody drought tim as you know for years and years and years all of a sudden they're looking at a decent crop and a decent payday but um as you know uh, china says well no you know there's it's going to be there'll be some problem found with the quality of the australian wheat um, so what Australia wheat growers are doing, they're, they're now really accelerating uh, with government help. This look for, for, for alternate markets. And we've got, you know, uh, half the world on our bloody front doorstep. I mean, if, if, if China doesn't want it, think Taiwan, think Korea, think Japan and so on. And that's the, that's the mindset now. So 
let's just see where that goes. But um, it's a pretty grim situation between Australia and its biggest trading partner. All right. Uh, some pretty good rain across uh, much of the outback, La Nina. Yes, indeed. Um, it's, it's the La Nina system. Uh, you know, we've all heard of El Nino, and that just brings dry, dry conditions right across Australia. That's the reason for the drought. But occasionally we do get these La Ninas, and that's the result of warming in the Western Pacific, and that rain comes sweeping down from northern Australia. And as you say, some crackerjack rains in outback Queensland. Uh, they've got some good winter crops in the Darling Downs. But they've also got these problems with people out there driving through the outback. Oh, whoops, we are stuck. Uh, they got bogged. Uh, in fact, a, a father and son were forced to wait with their vehicle while three other blokes walked 50 kilometres to raise help, uh, to raise the alarm. Uh, and you've also got uh, two-thirds of Queensland officially still drought declared. That's why farmers are hoping for a really decent uh, rainfall. And in northern New South Wales, well, there's a, there's a city called Tamworth, uh, in the north of the state that's all set to break a record, a rain record for this time of the year that has stood for 73 years. So farmers are waiting and holding their hats upside down to catch it. <laughs> Murray Olds is our correspondent in Sydney.